Welcome to the Mind Your Business podcast presented by the Minds at Mind Development and Design. Thank you for listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, right off the website. However you listen to us, we appreciate it. We appreciate you being here today, especially because we have a special guest, Greg Orth from Sandler Training here in Lancaster. I have a history with Sandler Training. I went, uh, went through it years ago. And uh, there was a certain section in it called Breaking Through Your Comfort Zone that may sound familiar because we're doing our own, our own series on this this year in 2017 because to really keep up with internet marketing and the way it's going, you're going to have to break through your comfort zone. There are things that you could get away with not doing in the past that you can't get away with not doing now. People want to know. They want to see you up front and center. And they want to try to get to know you through your website. And that can be kind of uncomfortable at times. So with without further ado, let's welcome Greg Orth from Sandler Training here in Lancaster. Greg, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me on this morning, Mark. I appreciate it. Now, I first met Greg. I uh, stopped in at the Sandler Training office because you know I saw it there. On uh, on Mannheim Pike, and I just I just felt compelled to pop in and introduce myself because it had had such a tremendous impact on my life and how I looked at business. And Greg, you've taught all the different capsules in the in the Sandler training, but the the breaking through your comfort zone. What what kind of impact do you see when you when you teach that to people who come to you? You know, Mark, that's a that's a an interesting question because. It, it really varies. Um, I would say for me personally, it was similar to you. It was one of the things that had the most profound impact for me. Uh, you know, when I got into this business, um, I didn't realize the type of impact it would have. You know, I figured I'm, I'm, I'm getting into this business to help others, um, to really help other people achieve some of their, their, their goals and, and their aspirations from a professional standpoint. But what I did, had no idea about was how much this is going to impact me personally. And at the end of the day, for us to really achieve the things that we want to achieve, the biggest roadblock that we have is the gray stuff between our two ears. Yep. We get we get in our own way. And what this what this kind of I don't want to say this module per se, but what this this thought process does around this breaking through your comfort zone really looks at the root and at the core of, of how you think. Uh, because again, that's where our biggest roadblocks are. When we, mm-hmm. when we get past that stuff, it's like, okay, the world's my oyster. Yep, indeed. When I when I think about when I went through that that part of the of the Sandler training with breaking through your comfort zone, I think the probably the most tremendous impact it had on me was as far as life balance goes. And it's probably I, I I've never been a fan per se of systematic sales because I've been through a lot of the different kinds of training. The reason I've got a soft spot for for Sandler and always will is because it gets to the relationship and really talks about, really teaches how to build a relationship properly and create that connection. And in order to do that, you have to be comfortable in your own skin and that's what that was my biggest takeaway because I had to face a lot of issues that I had in my life at that point that were not easy to face I mean there were there were some you know modifications in my thinking and just how I viewed everything because what what I found out was how I looked at everything was really askew does that make sense 
Absolutely. You know, and you touched on quite a number of things there. And, and we have to think about things in a positive uh, light. Unfortunately, we, we live in a world of a lot of negativity, a lot of negativity. Oh, yeah. You can't get away from it. <laughs> and what happens is we let that kind of fill our both conscious and subconscious mind. And so what happens is, is whatever's in our subconscious mind is what's really going to happen, whether we want to or not, because that's that's what we perceive. And your subconscious doesn't know right from wrong. It only knows whatever you tell it. Yep. Right. So if you're constantly telling yourself negative things and things that you don't want to happen, well, that's what's going to end up happening. And so we really have to learn to shift our mindset to be about from a positive perspective and what we want to happen, not what we don't want to happen. One example I always use with my my 13 year old son who plays baseball. I said he's a he's a pitcher on his team. Mm-hmm. I said don't get up on the pitcher's mound and say, oh, I hope this guy doesn't hit the ball. You get up to the pitcher's mound and say, I will strike him out. Yeah, it's it's it a huge doesn't difference. Sound, it doesn't sound like it's that big of a difference, but it's it's monumental in terms of how your mind processes things and then how you think about doing things. And so that's a big part of it. And so when you talked about it for yourself, there's a lot that goes on there, and you have to really address some of these things. And and unfortunately, most of the things that we have in our head come from we were when we were you know little kids, because we are in, impacted and influenced by our yes. parents and the people around us. And all of our mental issues can be blamed on our parents. I, I jokingly say to people, <laughs> but they're they're created that long ago. And if we don't have a method by which to address them, then we go our entire lives kind of letting those subconscious thoughts dominate the way we think about things. Yep. Uh, um, but it's it's imperative to try to address those things because if we can't, you know, I can give you all the technique and training in the world, but if we can't address the stuff that's going on in your mind, we're not going to be able to break through that. It's incredible how much things from way, way back in uh, in our lives can impact our minds today. And that that was a big part of it for me. It it took me back. And again, you know, um, my trainer was was very, very, very uh, careful to point out, hey, I'm not I'm not a shrink. But in order to do this, you're going to have to ask yourself some tough questions and you're going to have to be honest with yourself. And, you know, truly not to be TMI, but when I was going through that, we had a lot of discussion about having support at home. And, uh, and at that point, that was my first marriage. I, I remarried uh, almost four years ago and things are going way, way good. But um, at that point in my life, I was scared to death because I knew I didn't have the support at home. I had some fear, and I don't like living in fear, but it's I had to be honest with myself, and the support wasn't there at home. Yeah, that's a, that's a critical part. In fact, you know, when I, uh, I went through a, a bit of a rough patch in my career, which, you know, and created me to leave a very high-paying consulting job uh, because I wasn't happy, but it was because I had a strong wife at home and a support system that said, hey, you can do it, and we're here behind you. That makes a big difference. Oh, absolutely uh, does. You know, it's funny you talk about your, your old trainer not calling himself a uh, psychologist or whatever, but I, I laughingly tell people I'm a business therapist. Yeah. That's, it, it really is a lot of what I do because we have to address the things that are that are in between our two ears, and that's, uh, that's very important. You know, you, another thing you mentioned before, Mark, is you talked about you know having balance. And balance is such a critical part. And everybody says, oh, I want more work-life balance. The problem is we say we want it, but we don't do anything about it. Yep. And you've got to have a balance between work and family and personal life so that you can be able to manage your mindset. In fact, there's a there's a concept that we called called a concept that we have called the rule of three and two. 
So in any given week, set yourself three professional goals, uh, things that you want to kind of get accomplished or things that you want to do. And in that same week, set two personal goals. I want to go on a walk mm-hmm. with kids. I want to throw a baseball in the backyard. I want to go out to dinner with my wife. I don't care what it is. But we call that the rule of three and two so that you're setting both personal and professional goals in the same week to, to force yourself to kind of create some of that balance if you have a hard time with it. Yeah, it's 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 so important. And just as you said, especially in the in the rough times because you, you experience ups and downs in your career. And, you know, whether you're a business owner, manager, or what have you, you know, there are obstacles to overcome. And it does make a huge difference when you, when you have that uh, stability and, su- and support at home. Absolutely. Um, would, you, would you be okay relating a time in your career when you felt you had to really overcome a uh, really had to break break out of of your own comfort zone in order to get to that proverbial next level. Absolutely, <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's still very 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 vivid and very clear. Um, I was working for probably the largest consulting firm in the in the world. Um, we'll, we'll leave the name out, but you can probably yeah. try and figure that out. Working for the largest consulting firm in the world, making a whole lot of money, but I was entirely miserable, and. For probably about two years, I, I was miserable in, in a lot of different ways. Uh, you know, let's just say that my core values didn't line up with the core values of the you know the place that I worked. Yep. Um, and even my friends would tell me, you know, I'm a generally happy-go-lucky person. My friends would even say, Hey, Greg, you're you're not you're not yourself. You know, you're you're not in a good place. And I would I would just I would deny it. I'm like, Ah, you guys are you don't know what you're talking about. You know, finally I got to a breaking point where you know I'm on a plane all the time. I'm not seeing my wife. I'm not seeing my kids. And I finally just was like, I, I can't do this. And in fact, my wife looked at me the one day and said, you know what, Greg, stop. And I kind of paused. I'm like, what would you say? She's like, stop. And so kind of long story short, I, I resigned from that job, that position. I had no job lined up. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm going to figure this out. And honestly, wow. Mark, I'm a, I'm a pretty risk-averse person. I'm not one that really does stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when you get to a point when it's kind of that bad, as I tell my kids, life's about choices. So I well, and at the end of the day, what are you working for? I mean, yeah, we want to earn a living, make money, yada, yada. But what is that money going toward? What's your quality of life? Right. And, and you know, the, the funny thing is, well, not funny, but the, what, the other kicker on that was, you know, I stopped and I realized I couldn't look my kids in the eye and say, here's the legacy that I'm leaving in the profession that I'm in. <laughs> You know, and that 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 kind of hit me to the bone. Like I'm like, wow, I can't look him in the eye and say, "Here's what I'm doing to make a difference," and to lead by example for my children. I'm like, man, that's not a good thing. That's powerful. And and so that was, you know, between my wife and, and my kids and that thought. I'm like, all right, I'm 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 going to make a choice and not going to deal with this crap anymore. And and I resigned. Like I said, I had no job lined up, but I'm like, you know what? That's okay. <laughs> we'll we'll get through it. And again, for me, this is not who I am. I'm a conservative guy when it comes to risks like that Mm -hmm. but when the pain is great enough that you know it's 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 time to do something about it well then that's the choice that i decided to make and so basically took the summer off built a garden hung out with my kids cleaned the garage and then um that's where uh kind of sailor came about and then you're not asking what if correct (laughs) exactly right you know and, and again life is about choices Yep. There are some that would go through and, and live in that misery and make that money and not be able to make a difference, and that's okay. I, I, 
everybody's different in terms of what they want and what they want to deal with. It just wasn't for me. And so it was enough for me to, to make that change. And, and boy, am I glad I did. And, when, you know, Mark, when you talk about breaking through your comfort zone, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be that magnanimous. It doesn't have to be somebody leaving a super high paying job to go, you know, without having a job lined up. It could just simply be approaching a stranger in a networking event and saying hello. Yes. Everybody's going to be different when it comes to where you break through your comfort zone. We're all going to start at a different spot. We're all at different levels. As long as you're taking one small step forward than where you were, you're doing it. And for some, it's going to be bigger. For some, smaller. And also going to depend on the situation. But it doesn't have to be this big, drastic change. One little step forward means you're you're ahead of where you were. Yeah, it's amazing what one little step can open up. You know, when you're when you're stuck in your ways, and I mean, and those ways may be working well, but there's no progress in just staying there. And it's amazing what one small change can you know can make, and the doors that it can open up for you. Absolutely, like uh, you know, like beer and you know, craft tastings and you know, something like that. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> well, so, so so I figured. Well, if I'm already making this big change, I might as well go full bore. So you know, I I, uh, I started my sailor business here in Lancaster, which again was a, a big change for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, having been an employee of somebody else my entire life, I'm now my own boss and, and a business owner, which is you know the hardest thing I've ever done, but the greatest thing I've ever done. And at the same time, I'm like, ah, why not start another company at the same time? <laughs> so craft so, tastings came after after uh, after you opened the Sandler. Training. Well, I kind of did. I kind of did them at the same time. <laughs> so I just kind of I have this side business where I do I post and conduct beer and chocolate pairings. Oh, I'm, it, I'm I'm sure it's really tough to get people interested in that. Yeah, I tell you, it's it's something that <laughs> people people usually migrate to one or the other, beer or the chocolate. But when I say I put them together, they kind of give me that funny eye, like, wait, beer and chocolate? I, uh, but it, you know, until you try it, it's it's an amazing combination of flavor. And so I. Just, I'd actually been doing it for a while for fun, so I just kind of amplified that that a little bit, and it's actually great because I, I end up getting um, Sandler clients through doing some of my tastings, and then I also, on the other way around, with some of my Sandler clients, I do tastings and back and forth, so I actually get clients from, from each other. Uh, again, it's just all about, as you mentioned earlier, it's about building relationships, getting to know people, and just being genuine in what you do. Indeed, and that provides a, a, a beautiful segue to uh, the next time we're going to have have Greg on here. We're going to talk more about craft tastings. You can visit his website at crafttastings.com. And uh, we're going to talk more about that and a little bit a little bit of uh, funny and strange beer facts when uh, the next time when Greg's on here in just a few weeks. And Greg, thank you so much for uh, being on the podcast this week. And Greg's got two websites you can visit. You can visit crafttastings.com for the beer aficionado in you. And thinkbox.sandler.com, where you can see all about his Sandler training. And that's thinkbox, T-H-I-N-C-B-O-X. In a few weeks here, Greg's going to be back, and we're going to talk. We're going to talk beer.